Hi, this is Vince Leo. I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. I'd like to thank you for joining me on the Quipster Film Review Podcast. I cover all of the latest in wide releases currently out in theaters, as well as movies that are in limited release and on VOD. However, these aren't the only reviews that I do. I do encourage you, if you want to read reviews of older films, to check out my website, Quipster.net, where you can find film reviews of classic films, old James Bond movies, old Kung Fu movies, which will tie into what I'm about to talk about today, and a whole host of other obscurities. You can go to Quipster.net and read all of them there. Over 3,700 film reviews to choose from. Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today, I'm going to be looking at Kung Fu Panda 3. And this was kind of a surprise as a January release, because normally January, at least for the past 10 years or so, has been the dumping ground for studios to release their films when there are nothing but other Oscar contenders to contend with. So you can put a lot of junk out there for people who are seeking something to take their family to that's not some highfalutin, you know, Oscar bait type film. And the reason why Kung Fu Panda 3 actually is coming out in January is it was intended to come out in December of 2015, actually December 23rd, I believe, but the studio moved it ahead when Star Wars moved from May to December. So to not get caught up in the wake of the Star Wars steamroller, DreamWorks decided to push it into January, which was very smart to do because a lot of families were going to see Star Wars and also going for repeat visits. So they weren't even, you know, something like Kung Fu Panda 3, which normally should do quite well at the box office, would have been barely on the radar for some people during that time. As with the other entries in the series, it is a PG-rated film. It does have martial arts action and some mild, rude humor. It runs an hour and 35 minutes, and the vocal talent here is, of course, Jack Black, but also newcomers Brian Cranston and J.K. Simmons. Returning are James Hong, Dustin Hoffman, Angelina Jolie, Jackie Chan, Seth Rogen, Lucy Liu, and David Cross, and also Kate Hudson gets a very memorable supporting role that was originally supposed to go to Rebel Wilson in a character that's very much like her in many respects. But Kate Hudson does a pretty good job impersonating Rebel for the purpose of this film. There are also some small cameo vocal appearances from Randall Duck Kim, Wayne Knight, Al Roker, Willie Geist, and Jean-Claude Van Damme. The directors are Alessandro Carloni and Jennifer Yu, and the screenplays by Jonathan Abel and Glenn Berger. In this chapter, Poe's master Shifu, uh, voiced by Dustin Hoffman, decides to retire from his teachings and promotes his dragon warrior, Poe, to become the teacher of the rest of the Furious Five in the ways of higher Kung Fu. Now, Poe's new and somewhat reluctant status as a martial arts master is soon put to the test when a spirit warrior named Kai thrusts himself into the mortal plane after gathering all of the qi, which is the uh, the Chinese term for this mystical energy that flows within us and around us, Kai wants to get the chi from those who have learned to harness it best, which namely means the Kung Fu masters, not only in the spirit realm, but also on the mortal plane. Meanwhile, Po is visited in his village by another panda named Lee, and Lee reveals himself to be Po's long-lost father that he's been searching for. Lee ends up taking Po to a hidden valley where the rest of his panda brethren have been living in relative harmony. 
Well, now, with Poe the only entity that can stop Kai's path to total domination, the happy village of pandas and perhaps all of China rests in the paws of that kung fu panda. Now, it's been nearly five years since the previous installment in the Kung Fu Panda series, and that means that many of the original fans of the first two entries will likely have already grown up, perhaps beyond the point of caring about a follow-up at this point. However, you know, given this is the day and age of streaming and DVDs and Blu-rays and all of the other means of watching films available to kids to watch on their iPads (laughs) or their parents' iPads or whatever... Younger viewers of today who were not even alive at the time of the first two films' original release may have partaken of those movies, which means that there may be a new fan base out there that has been looking forward to this installment, number three. Kung Fu Panda 3 also avoids being a rush job, like so many other family film series that try to strike while the iron is hot. You know, those kinds of movies usually result in a regurgitation of the same story, so I do think it's commendable to get a more linear, progressive story arc for our titular hero here in the third installment. They had the time and the distance to actually craft something without being rushed for time. The director of Kung Fu Panda 2, Jennifer Yu, she's returning to that proverbial director's chair again for this chapter. Uh, this time she's sharing duties with Alessandro Carloni, who was an animator and story artist for the prior two films in the series. Also returning for their third time here are Jonathan Abel and Glenn Berger. They've now scripted all three of the Kung Fu Panda flicks, and I think that that has helped in keeping the stories consistent and the characters following a more natural progression over the years that makes it feel more authentic. This entry introduces a more spiritual element to the challenges that are faced by Poe, both internally and also externally, which is something that's more than the previous films had in terms of its scope, and it suggests that the further one progresses in one's path to higher levels of kung fu training, the closer one gets to the newer and higher planes of consciousness. So spirituality definitely seems to be the next logical step. Now, given that Poe has had to defeat his previous nemeses with either his physical skills or his mental acuity, that spiritual side is certainly part of that progression that wasn't really drawn out in the first two films as much. Now, the one question that does remain after seeing Kung Fu Panda 3 is, after Poe and his friends have now faced an immortal spirit as a main adversary, you know, what larger challenge could they possibly face for a follow-up? For instance, in Kung Fu Panda 4, should there be one? As with other entries, the life lessons are all here, most notably about such things as growing up, self-discovery, passing along of one's knowledge to the next generation, assuming new responsibilities, and of, of course, the value of father-son bonds, both biological and adoptive here in this film. One doesn't necessarily need to cancel out the other. Now, interestingly enough, despite the father-son bonds of the film, Kung Fu Panda 3 is not really as sentimental as you would expect it to be. However, it is genial and satisfying in many ways, and many of the new characters add to that overall sense of fun that I think is required for a film in this franchise. J.K. Simmons and Brian Cranston, very good actors. They breathe some very good life as the film's nicely designed heavy, the mystical bull named Kai, and the panda dad Lee, respectively. It's also nice to see that more dialogue has been given to the celebrity actors that comprise the Furious Five than they were afforded in the prior entry. 
though certainly the Furious Five are not as integral to the story as they, ha- as they had been in Part 1, but nevertheless, they do give some good visual panache to the fight scenes and fun to watch. Kung Fu Panda 3 is continuing the formula of slapstick fun. It has eye-popping action, all of the things that we were given in the entertaining first two entries, and it does all of this with the visual panache that makes it such a treat for the eyes as well as the funny bone. Now, this is a very pretty film. It has very fluid animation and colorful, detailed art design. It's a striking animated feature, a feast for the eyes, as they say. Now, like the first two entries, it does skew for younger viewers, but I do think that this one's done with enough cleverness that adults can watch along with the kids and have a pleasant time. And even adults might even watch this on their own if they're uh, fans of animated films. It's a fun film that works on many levels for young and old. Now, while Kung Fu Panda 3 is not anything that's going to revolutionize the industry, I think that for fans of the enjoyable series, at least so far, I think it should hit the spot just right, and I'm going to give this film a recommendation. Three and a half stars out of four. Three and a half stars on my scale means that it is a, I feel that it is a good movie. I would definitely recommend it to anybody who has seen the first two films and enjoyed it. And certainly if you're a fan of family films, if you're looking for something to take your kids to, that's not Norm of the North, which is absolutely abysmal film from what I hear. I I couldn't even stomach having to go see that one. Kung Fu Panda 3 should be the one that you choose because it is a good film for the family. I don't know that we're going to see a part four. I I do see that it's doing incredibly well, not only in the United States, but also in China. You know, part of this film was actually produced in China and it it definitely has been embraced by uh, Chinese audiences, which is definitely heartening because so often films that uh, depict other cultures in the Hollywood system tend to either be stereotypes and other things that seem dated, especially as you get further away from it over time. So uh, it's good to see that Kung Fu Panda 3 is embraced by the very country from which it draws so much inspiration from. So that's the review. I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you do, I hope that you will click the subscribe button if you haven't already. I continue to deliver all of these film reviews throughout the year as I see them. Also, if you happen to be on iTunes and you like the show, I encourage you to leave a review there and let other people know what you think of the show because word of mouth is the best way that you can support the show. The Quipster Film Review Podcast is the name. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Until next time, I hope that you enjoy your time at the movies. And if you see Kung Fu Panda 3, let me know what you think of the movie overall. You can find all of my contact information at my website, quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. You can also find my Twitter feed and my Facebook page, so you'll always know when I post a new review. Thanks, everyone. Until next time, 